2: Welcome to the family with
3: Andy Brant Bernard.
2: Where the hell's Tevin? I don't know. Where's Alex? Where's Catherine? Where's everybody? They're still oh, someone still saying they're moving. Oh, somebody there's Tevin. There's Tevin. Oh, what a shock! He's late. We'll be right back. Tevin will join us with the family right after this. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Tevin on White People Time. What a shock. I can hear you.
1: Oh, you can? Probably, there, probably, we, there we go. go. Well in honor of Black yeah, History I Month, you. I had to be be late, so uh, And I have, and I have it, a yeah, and I have a sweatshirt on that you would like, Tom. It says uh, What is it? It says I'm black every month, but this month I'm blackety black black.
2: <laughs> I love that. Blackity black, black, blick, black, blackity black. That was from, uh, God, what was the name of that movie again? I have no idea. Uh, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all. Blickity black, 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 blickity black. Uh, damn it, it was about Chris Rock in prison.
3: It was uh, a very, very funny movie. Cell Block something. Was it Cell Block?
2: It was something like that, yeah. yeah it was something along CB4, those lines I think. AK.
3: Something like that. Might have been C B four. Let's see here. Cell
2: block four. I think you're right. I think it's C B four. I think CB4. you're right. Yep. There you go. We
0: have Tim took the care
2: way. of it. Timmy
0: If I can recall correctly, wasn't that JB's music on the queue?
3: Yes it was. Yes. Indeed. It was indeed.
0: Hey, I, first question I, I have to know. Does the president know of the oh. Lamameter?
2: Yeah, well, I, I talked to him about a number of things. That was uh, quite the experience, I'll tell you. talked to Donald Trump? <laughs>
0: That's very cool. Huh. And even, not an opportunity that comes this? up every day.
1: Did you let him know? You know where, what I love? Did you let him know where Kansas City is located?
2: Yeah, I, I said, you know, uh, well, Can, Kansas is the woman who answers the phones at the queue. <laughs> Kansas uh, Wheeler is what her name is. Yeah, you know, Missouri, Kansas, what's the difference? And I will tell you this. Uh, up until the Vikings, Minnesota was a huge Green Bay Packers state, so it's not that big a deal. It really isn't. And as a matter of fact, if the Green Bay Packers ever win the, the Super Bowl, you can go ahead and say Green Bay, Minnesota. That's fine by me. As long as we get to win the Super we'll Bowl, I don't it. care. Man. <laughs> we'll annex it. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. You might want to run that by your folks, but, you know, it's just me, but oh, who cares, whatever. But it would be nice if you knew where the team was. Because there is a Kansas City, Kansas, obviously. No, there's Kansas City, Missouri. And the Kansas City, Missouri one is where the football
3: team is located. Oh, See, yeah. I thought Kansas City but, was in Kansas, you know. but I also don't pay attention. I,
0: I thought it represented both cities. I, honestly, I didn't even know where they played.
2: <laughs> Whether the it was truth, Kansas uh,
0: or, or, or Missouri. I didn't really care, I guess. But whatever.
2: What did she call him, a stone-cold idiot? Claire McCaskill (laughs) called him a stone-cold idiot. Which is great. And I wondered, you know, because Claire McCaskill's pretty even-keel. She voted Democrat. She voted Republican. She voted for left issues, right issues. She was very fair, actually. And I went, why would she go after him like that? And I went, oh, she works for MSNBC now. This is all about making money. That's why she did it, to make money. Which I don't, that's her business. I, I don't have anything against Claire McCaskill. But yeah, Andy, it's interesting that you uh, nobody told you that. Have you not talked to your mother at
1: all? Oh, he just left. He said he's had enough. He's,
2: he's bailing. <laughs> all right, when he gets back, let me know because got because he apparently didn't know that I had lunch
3: with Donald Trump on Saturday. Oh, here he is. There's a <clears throat> giant puddle of water outside, and I'm trying to figure out why. Outside where In the studio or not in the studio, but in the, the suite. Well, what's a giant puddle of water I um, mean how big is it oh this is like three feet across I think
2: and is how deep is it not deep but still okay well you better call building maintenance because it's not our problem I wouldn't think I talked yeah, to you mom better call building maintenance.
3: See, maybe the renter did something I don't know yeah, uh, maybe. Well, I, I
2: suppose they could have spilled something, whatever, or one of the water bottles. Yeah, as long as it's not overflowing or whatever, the, the, as long as it doesn't continue to get bigger, we'll be okay, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. But in any case, Andy, you were out of the room, uh, but and I can't believe your mother or sister didn't tell you this. But I, I had lunch with the president on Saturday. I had no idea. Why wouldn't they tell you? That's so weird. I don't know. But they wouldn't even bring that up to you. That's I don't know. Whatever. I actually saw him on case, Saturday too. So, God, whatever. You know, I guess out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. She's out of town, so all of a sudden I'm just left in the dust. Oh, so he's down at mar oh. lago then? Uh, he was, yeah. Uh. But he, we had, we had lunch because I was going to go to the Super Bowl last night. I didn't end up going and by the way, had I found out that because there was a corporate guy that invited me to go to the Super Bowl $8,700 for a ticket oh and god he was going to give it to me for free I'm like, oh, oh my man. god wow. it's a lot of money for a football ticket, I, I couldn't do it though, There's, i got to be honest with you it's so crowded, I just don't know if I could deal with it,
3: what do you think?
1: I would suck it up and go to the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs>
3: I would well, suck it up. I mean, know. does it
1: depend on the team, or would you just go regardless? I think I would go regardless, but for sure, if like, when the Super Bowl was here and the Vikings had a chance and I thought they would go, I was prepared to sell everything I owned and be bankrupt <laughs> for the rest of my life to go to the Super Bowl. I was either going like, or I was trying to sneak in and then end up getting arrested for trying to you
0: go. You know, all of that is well and good as long as we end up winning.
1: Can you imagine well, spending that.
0: all that money and your team sucks and they lose?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be you mean like San Francisco didn't. Like San Francisco, yeah, did the but last at least they minutes. won. How many Jesus. times before
0: this? Four or five times,
2: right? Yeah, they you did. Know. They won a lot. I'm oh, talking Vikings about the Vikings, have who won. have
0: never won, losing again right. for the fifth time. That would be unbearable.
2: One for the thumb. What's the
1: problem? <laughs> right. We're...
2: One for the negative thumb, is that? Yeah, but in any case, so uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting. I talked about that this morning, having lunch with the president and talking to him. It turns out he he listens to the show uh, once in a while, which I found fascinating. And he knew who I was. He knew the guys. Unbe- I've told you this before. I've interviewed him a long time ago. It's been a long time since I've talked to Donald Trump, but. But he knew who I was, and he knew all about you and Alex and Mom and Melissa and Dan, and the kid. he knew everything. That guy knows everything. If he's mm-hmm. going to be face to face with you, he finds out everything about you. How he's did he end up in present? Yeah, how
1: did that come about? Like you just bump into him on the street, and now we're having lunch, or? Well, uh, yeah, how did well he
2: happened? called me, and I kept just uh, ignoring his calls, <laughs> and then finally, oh, it's him. I guess. No, yeah. uh, Mike Lindell was also there. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. But uh, as I said on the air this morning, um, there were 11 of us, and 10 of us were billionaires, and one wasn't. Gee, I wonder which Mm. one wasn't. (laughs) I wonder which one that. Well, that's not necessarily true, because he had some some people there. His lawyer was there. His former security guard was there. Great guys. Really, really good people. Um, Christopher uh, Ruddy, who owns Newsmax, and wants to talk about me doing some work for him there, which would be kind of interesting. We shall see how it goes, but yeah, it was really, really good. The one thing I will tell you, which I, I knew from Minnesota, but now you know, traveling around because that's you know, we were in southern Florida. I, everyone on earth knows who Mike Lindell is, and I mean everybody. Yeah. No matter where, where you go, people line up to take pictures with him. Oh, you're the My Pillow guy. Oh my God. <laughs> They get all whipped up. I I don't know how the hell he breathes. I really don't. Because, and I'm not kidding you, everybody we ran into knew who he was. Car parkers, uh, you know, restaurant people, whatever, they all knew him. Pretty amazing. But, um, yeah, it was quite the day. I learned a lot. Had a really nice time. The president uh, walked in. He put his arm around my shoulder. Hey, how you doing? How's everything going? I'm like, oh, It was weird. And, and and I will tell you, you know, I, I talked about this on the on the radio this morning. To grow up the way that I grew up, you know, dirt poor like that, and all the rest of it, to end up having having lunch with the president is really weird. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, just to go from one thing to to another. Uh, to me, again, and the reason I wanted to even talk about it was, uh, I don't really want to hear how America sucks. You know what I mean? You grew up with absolutely nothing, no education, no money, no no connections, no anything, no privileges whatsoever. And you end up having lunch one day with the president of the United States. That's pretty damn good country if you ask me. You guys know any other country that might happen?
1: Uh no. I don't know. No. This yeah, it's, I don't for either. for everything that's that's wrong with America today. It's still I'm not trying to go live somewhere else like you can mm. with no. all the problems we have are minor compared to what's going on in the rest of the world.
2: Well, I mean, the problem that you have is if you threaten to move out of the country, all those women lined up to just be with you would be very
1: upset. <laughs> yeah. If you find that you line, let me, let me know.
2: <laughs> if you ever find that line, give me the tip off. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it was a great American experience. It was basically about America to me more than anything. You know, you got Mike Lindell, who's a crack addict, almost dead, threatened to be uh, killed by the mafia. I mean, he, he, the letters in his book... Uh, And now, look, I mean, the guy's phenomenally wealthy, tremendously successful. And I think, I don't know, is there anywhere other than America that's going to happen? Maybe Canada. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Tim?
0: I don't think you're going to get that opportunity anywhere else.
2: I don't either. I I think that's what I I love about it. By the way, at the Super Bowl, when they did the uh, Lance Corporal Carpenter the Congressional Medal of Honor. Yep. Uh, I teared up like there was no tomorrow. What a wonderful story that
1: was.
0: Was that... Now, I didn't start watching it until... Oh, boy, it was just before... Was that... I saw the uh, four 100-year-old World War II veterans. Was it before that?
2: Uh, It was right at the beginning of halftime.
0: Oh, okay. You know what? I I did the usual. I, uh, I... started watching it about a half hour hour late, and you know I, a lot of skipping forward, so I must have just accidentally skipped over that part.
2: Oh, that it, because honestly, I wasn't beautiful. even
0: going to watch the halftime show. I had no interest in watching the gone, halftime actually. show, yeah, and I think that's probably show. why. and I did end up watching most of it, and for whatever it's worth, I mean, it was extraordinarily well done, man. I tell you what.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you got was... a lot
0: more energy than I do,
1: yeah possibly the two best looking 50 plus year old women that i've seen like the fact you that both other than Well yeah other than Catherine there other than Catherine how, i don't know understand how they are both 53 years old and able to <laughs> I know. physically do all this stuff
0: Now before we go any further on the halftime show i read this uh accidentally i opened up uh a wound and i read about Super Bowl 4 with the Vikings and the Chiefs Oh, did,
2: god It's
0: you do you know what they did at halftime at that Super Bowl?
2: Uh, Wasn't it like Frankie Yankovic and some polka band or something? Well, they were,
0: I th- there were a couple of musical acts, but one of the things they did... Oh, okay, here it is. Marching band at Southern University in, in Louisiana, presumably. Okay, after that, a massive group of historical performers reenacted military clashes from the famous Battle of New Orleans in 1815. Oh, Yeah. They reenacted a military battle. That was your halftime entertainment. Can you believe 50 <laughs> years ago, man? That's crazy. It's
2: a different world now, isn't it? Totally different world. Oh, my
0: world. God. Well, even, even looking at the halftime show when the, the thing was here, the Super Bowl here in 92, I think it was really lame stuff. I think Gloria yeah. Estefan actually was, she sang, but, you know, certainly they don't put on the show that they do now. I mean,
2: now it's a spectacle. It is a spectacle. There's no, no doubt about that. But yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the music, but they did. They put so much energy into it. Oh, my and God. I just,
0: incredible. I mean, incredible. Yeah, and, it was. And, you know, knock them for whatever you will about their music or whatever. I think Shakira is really talented. I was shocked. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 I knew she was going to be good, but then she played drums and guitar. I mean, she's really, really talented. And then Jennifer Lopez, I could you know, take it or leave it with her. I mean I, you know, her thing is dancing and boy she there's no question she can dance, that's for sure. The singing was had to have been lip synced, but you know, It was, yeah. Yeah.
2: It was, but, uh, but I tell you what, I I was kinda you know, if I weren't such a good twerker myself, I'd have been really <laughs> jealous because you know. Well they can get those yeah, hips so. moving, can't they?
1: They do not lie.
2: <laughs> hips Sorry. do not lie I like it I like that a lot as a matter of fact hips do not lie I will never forget that for the rest of time thank you <laughs> I appreciate it immensely me. but yeah I, uh, I enjoyed it I didn't think I was going to be able to watch it. first of all I thought I was going to go to the game then I found I couldn't go to the game why well, I didn't really want to because I wouldn't have gotten home till after midnight and that just would not have flown too well with this morning show so I'm really glad I didn't go to the Super Bowl but uh yeah, it was a hell of a weekend. It was a not hell of a weekend. If that's all. It's that I know. way
0: with the VIPs, but doesn't it take two hours just to get in the door because yes. of all the security and everything?
2: Mm. Yep, takes forever. That and to get out, just fun. as bad, pretty much. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, I don't you think you would that? have much fun. It's true. Andy, how are we doing for time? Two minutes. Two minutes, that's what I thought. I just want to make sure, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, yeah, I had a, had a really good time over the weekend, watched the Super Bowl yesterday. I didn't think I was going to be able well, I didn't watch it. I watched a little bit of it live, but not a bunch because I had other th- stuff that I had to do. But uh, it was a hell of a weekend. Hell of a weekend. That's all I know. Um, I see that Stephen King now has decided he doesn't want to be on social media anymore. Or oh, he doesn't want to be on Facebook. He'll He'll go on Twitter, apparently, because they block political ads. But he will not go on Facebook anymore. He has quit Facebook over concerns of false information and privacy. You can't blame him for that, can you?
1: No, not at all. Like, that's, you go on, that's all Facebook is, is just one big security threat, pretty but much. But why
0: would you want to go on Twitter when it's mostly, not entirely, but mostly just hateful crap? I don't really get that is.
2: at all. A lot of hatred. No, why do people want to be terrible. so hateful filled? Why do they do it? I don't know. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll take a oh, break you know here. Come back, do it. Timmy. It get
0: away with it because they're hiding behind a false name or something.
2: Yeah, the fake but, name. That's exactly. Yeah, right. exactly Nobody will exactly. never know it's really them. Yep. We'll be right back. Timmy's got some movie stuff to talk about. Some entertainment stuff coming up with Timmy right after this. The family. in 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with lasik at whiting clinic
3: lasik results may vary talk to your whiting clinic doctor about your individual
2: outcome potential <music> do, 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 do. we're rocking out baby what do you think Are we alive? alive. Yep, we're alive. Hello. Oh, I couldn't tell if you guys could hear me or not.
1: Oh yeah. See, yeah. when you
2: didn't respond, I didn't know if I could you could hear me or not. So that's that was an interesting experience. In any case, so Timmy, what's going on in the uh, entertainment world?
0: Well, as far as movies are concerned, uh, as n- it's not a big surprise. Uh, box office was pretty lame over the weekend, and the re- film right. I reviewed last week on the queue the rhythm section. Boy, what a dismal debut for that thing.
2: I heard, yeah. Terrible.
0: Uh, but you know what? People, now now you know, you read the post- post-mortems in the Hollywood Reporter and Variety. What went wrong? Well, when you have a film on the shelf for a year and you put it out in the worst possible weekend that you could, what do you think's going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Your Sunday box office is going to be non-existent. That's one-third of your box office is not going to be there. So, yeah, I mean, they knew what they were getting into when they put that out. And uh, that exactly what they thought was going to happen, happened. And uh, what did it make? Two million dollars or something weird, thing like that. It didn't make a lot of money.
3: Wikipedia says it has the worst wide-opening weekend of all time.
0: Is that right? Jeez. Yeah, 30, just over three thousand theaters, twenty-eight, uh, uh, two point eight million dollars. So,
3: yeah, yeah, that's that's oh. not good.
0: So yeah, yeah, thats uh, But but, Bad Boys for Life. I, I'm really glad that that's getting the audience it deserves because it really is a fun film. Oh, it's
1: it a, fantastic. You know, it,
0: after a ton of bombs, uh, Will Smith appears to be back at least. For now, and, and and certainly Martin Lawrence, I really like him a lot too. I mean, it's just really a great comeback movie for both of them.
1: <clears throat> yeah, could I, I run a? Go ahead, Tim. oh no, I was just gonna yeah piggyback off what Tim said. Yeah, I thought that it was just as good as as two, and if not better. Like out of the three of them, it was probably the best one. Yeah, well, that's I think, what everybody I think says, The yeah.
0: thing that helped it out a lot is that they had those two guys. Which I, you know, honestly, I would have just gone to see those two, but I think the younger audiences are coming in because of, you know, your uh, who is the one from High School Musical, Vanessa Hudgens, oh, she's yep. in it, you know, so they, they they tried to bring a lot of youth into the cast in a sensible way, you know, being the newbies in the department and, you know, so you know they they played their cards right this time and and obviously it's paying off big. I think it's up to 150 million. Uh, domestically now already, which is really, you know, that's that's great news for both those guys, for Will and, and Martin Lawrence especially, because he hasn't done a lot of work in the last 10 years.
2: No. no that's very, very true. Timmy, I, I need you to do something for me. You were talking yes, about uh, what's it called, the rhythm section? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Our, our movie tickets right now, they're generally around, what, $12 to
0: $15? Yeah, I... Honestly, because I go to screenings, I don't, you know, generally uh, don't pay right. for movies. Um, but when I do, even around my neck of the woods, it's ten bucks. So yeah, it's got to be eleven, twelve, thirteen bucks. Tevin, how much do you pay for a ticket?
1: Oh, uh, I mean, I usually go during the day, so it's like six bucks. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're going on a weekend, definitely up there, ten, twelve bucks to go see a movie. Yeah, you know and what who that wants means. To
0: spend that amount of money. When you can wait, you know, unless it's one of those spectacles that you have to see on the big screen. If you're not dying to see a picture, why not just wait and rent it for three, four, five bucks wherever you stream it or you get a DVD from somewhere? You know, why spend all that money on just one ticket, much less bring a whole family
2: with you? I got some bad news for a rhythm section, okay? That means, on average, the rhythm section in 3,000 theaters... Sold 12 tickets a day. <laughs>
3: well, uh, it. Oh. Yes, it has the worst opening for oh. any movie on over 3,000 screens ever. Uh, oh. now beating oh. out 2006's Hoot. That's Whatever the hell that is. Hoot? Yes. Before this. So, hoot? hoot? Was the. Well, oh, and here's hoot. The thing.
0: I don't think it's that terrible of a film. I mean, it's ridiculous plot you know yeah. where we're gonna go from uh, uh, being a junkie and and uh, um, in eight months being trained as an assassin
3: yeah
0: you know traveling all over the world getting access to be you know within you know face to face with some of these renowned terrorists you know really people you know, that, that that was the big disconnect for me anyway but we you don't know, need... Jude Law's good Sterling K Brown is good
3: we don't need Legally's more Blake Lively's
0: really good, in fact. You know, she you know, wasn't afraid to go there with playing a character that is completely devastated by losing her family in a plane crash. You know, I, it was, she was very believable. So, you know, I mean, it wasn't a horrible movie. I mean, there are some movies that are just bad. I don't think this was bad.
3: Hmm. Well, hoot sounds bad. It's about <laughs> a group of kids trying to save a burrowing owl habitat from destruction. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <gasps> oh, so, man. yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. But no, I don't know. No, the so, them- so, But who- things are going to change this weekend. We got, uh, um, what's it called, Birds of Prey uh, coming up with uh, Margot Robbie as Harlequin that she played the character and was a standout in The Suicide Squad, so... That will probably bring the box office back a little bit. But, again, the Academy Awards are next weekend, so I don't know, next Sunday. So I don't know if that's going to make a difference or not, if people are going to stay home and watch that as opposed to going to a movie. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out, though.
2: I suppose that is the deal. I'd I'd love to go to a movie. But, look, if if they do one more superhero movie, I may have to hold a pillow over my head. Yeah. (laughs) These superheroes, it's every week. (laughs) Jesus, it's just, that's all they release now out of Hollywood.
0: Well, uh, the next one is Black Widow with Scarlett Johansson, and that one's coming May 1st, I believe. So the Avengers aren't quite gone yet. And from what I understand, this takes place during the timeline of the Avengers in between movies or something like that, because, spoiler Starlet didn't make, make it out of the last film alive, so this
3: one is going back oh. in time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Well, I mean, they live in Whatever. a universe where death is like, it barely even matters. Like, oh, we found a magic stone that brings you back to life. There you go. Problem solved. <laughs> so there's that whole possibility. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now, I have to admit, I am pretty stoked because knowing that the flying is real makes it very exciting. But Top Gun Maverick looks like one that I uh I, I oh, be great yeah. on the big screen. And they did a preview of that one last <coughs> night during the Super Bowl as well. So that that's one I'm looking forward to. did you see Tom, did you did you care about the first one?
2: Which what movie Top are we talking Gun? about now? Top Gun. No, I never saw it. I never saw it.
0: Really?
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, I never saw them. I, I just you know I don't know. I just don't care about movies like that. I heard it was really good, though everybody loved it. Yes, they did.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and this one looks just just as exciting. And when you know that they're flying these these jets for real, hmm. uh, you know, and Cruise goes up in them. I mean, you got to give that to Cruise, whether you like him or not. I mean, he's
3: well, so. Wait, Tom he, he Cruise, 100%. is piloting the jet.
0: No, no, will say <laughs> the impression that he is, but he's up in the jet with them.
3: I was going to say, what a horrible idea, but
0: no. no. But, I mean, you know, from the, the last, I, I guess he learned how to pilot a uh, chopper hmm. uh, for the last Mission Impossible movie. And if
3: somebody might have to look
0: this up, I thought he actually did his own piloting in it.
3: In but Mission that Impossible?
0: Might just, uh, that might be a bunch of bonk. I don't know. But he, he will learn, even if it means faking the motions for the camera. You know, the guy is 100% committed, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, he did apparently learn to fly a helicopter for Mission Impossible Fallout.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, how many people are going to go to that extreme, you know? So that's why I enjoy his movies. I mean, he's, he's all in. I mean, whatever the hell he does off screen with his, you know, religion or whatever, that's, you know, mm. as long as it's not bothering me, I guess, or not affecting me, mm-hmm. then. Do whatever the hell you want to do. I don't
3: care. If you paid me as much as Tom Cruise, I would learn to pilot whatever you want me to learn. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Once you become an actor, Andy? You can become an actor. Mm. I don't think so. No, you're not buying it? All right, well, you know, whatever. Whatever the situation is. One thing I do know is I, I'm really grateful to be on this show today because... Uh, the two hours that I'm going to be on this show today, I don't have to watch the impeachment hearings, which is a gift from God, if you ask me. You know, know what they I mean?
3: Finished those or something?
2: No, nope, they're doing the final arguments, and they're going to vote on Wednesday, and he's going to walk like he knew he's going to walk in the first place. And and again, let's not start with this. This is the first time it's ever happened. We've had presidents do some filthy things in the past, including murder someone. And nobody ever brings that. This is the worst ever. No, it isn't. No matter what comes of it, it is not by far not. And, by, and this whole thing, well, the way he insults, nobody's ever done that before. Stephen Douglas called Abraham Lincoln's wife, Mary Todd Lincoln, a whore. All right. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, oh, yeah, they were pretty brutal he said,
3: to each other back then. Oh, they were terrible.
2: So this this whole idea that this is the first president and look I'm not defending what he says what he says is what he says you know I'm not defending it I'm just saying if you if you want to believe this is the first time that a president's ever acted in this manner every president has acted in this manner in one way or another well, LBJ There's used no to doubt whip about out his
3: that. penis to reporters
2: Yeah he'd whip out his penis in front of reporters but that's okay don't worry about a thing Yeah if Trump I, did that I,
3: I, there would literally be nuclear war
2: and again, I'm not defending Donald Trump. I'm defending the truth. It, it, just tell the truth once in a while is all I'm asking you. That's fair, isn't it? People don't like truth. They like sides. Yeah, they do like sides a lot. I don't, I don't know. Hey, look, after I had lunch with them on, on Saturday, I'm not picking sides. You know, I've, I, I do wonder, and maybe you guys can tell me what this is all about, but I've had dinner uh, with the governor of the state of Minnesota, with the United States senators, with mayors, with the president of the United States. Every one of them was a Republican. Not by my choice. They're the ones who invited me. Mm. What is it with Democrats not wanting to come on my show? I don't get that. Now, Ryan Winkler's been on this show and the morning show, and he's a Democrat. So there's not a total block or ban. What do you think that is?
1: I think they just hear... Somebody will say, "Oh, he's on this side of whatever argument or that side," and then they just go, "Well, I'm not going to go on that show because it's not my audience and it doesn't. It's not going to benefit me." Rather than they just shy away from it rather than having a conversation.
2: Right. It's by far their audience. But well, let me show you how smart Michael Bloomberg is. This morning, now you you would think if Michael Bloomberg's running as a progressive or at least a Democrat, that people say, "Oh, that that shows that's not your deal." Blah blah blah. He ran three to five commercials an hour on my show this morning. Wow. Do you know how much money he had to spend to do that? That's very, very smart. What you want to do, you don't want to just keep kissing up to your the people you already know. you mm-hmm. got to branch out and reach other people. That's how you win.
3: Well, that's exactly why they lost last time is because they didn't even bother going to a bunch of states that they, you know. Yep. They just thought, oh, they're just a bunch of dumb hicks. They'll never vote for us, and then they didn't vote for you because you called them dumb hicks
2: you familiarize yourself to everyone if you want to win big michael bloomberg that was very very smart i mean really smart and he's not beholden to anyone because it's all his own money which i really like but i i actually asked him to reach out to michael bloomberg's people because you know we're going to have the president on and then i'd like to have michael bloomberg on and not that i'm supporting either one of them but i you know i might, i I will support whomever if there are two people left, I will support one uh one of the people, whether it's the the you know whether it's Donald Trump or somebody else. I don't know but but I just um I've never understood you you don't understand a thing about how business works, do you? You don't keep kissing the ass out of the people you already have, yes, mm-hmm. you do take care of them. I understand that. But you branch out. If you want to win big, you need to go after who you perceive maybe is not on your side. It's a very, very smart business thing to do. Because if you get any of them, you're way ahead of the game, don't you think?
1: Yeah, it's all about changing hearts and minds and getting more people yeah. on your side.
2: So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna see if he'll, he wants to come on. Because I thought, I heard that this morning and I commented on the air and said, that, that's really, really smart. No wonder the guy's worth $53 billion. He's a hell of a business guy. Uh obviously a hell of a business. Fifty three billion. It's a good. lot of money. Yeah, Do you yeah, ever notice that? Not
1: so so when you go out to lunch with Donald Trump and a bunch of billionaires, who picks up the tab?
2: You know what's funny? Mike Lindell tried to pick up the tab and they wouldn't let him. <laughs> He tried to, to sneak
1: Yeah. Is what? i was saying, cuz and then at that point too, isn't it like a I want to pay this tab because I want to sh- show you guys that I this doesn't affect me type of thing and it's more of an ego well, reason to pick up the tab. Yeah.
2: Well, Mike tried to pick it up in secrecy. Oh, okay. And the manager of the manager of the uh the uh the restaurant said, "I'm sorry, you can't do that. It's already been picked up by well, I, I don't really wanna say who picked up the tab because he uh he just wouldn't let Mike do it. Yeah. And they wouldn't let Mike do it. We gotta take a break, be right back right after this with the family. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 L.A. to do, do, be. Too much for the man. Sing along, man. See, Gladys Knight heard me. She sure did. Oh, she certainly did. That's funny. I was just looking for some headlines, the different uh, news websites. So I go to like five, six, seven different ones. The Wall Street Journal has a picture of Bernie Sanders this morning, from 1981. Wow! You would never know it's him. No. You would ne- you, there's no way you'd know that's Bernie Sanders. It kind of looks more like Dick Enrico. <laughs> Remember Dick Enrico? <laughs>
0: <Let's see>. I, <laughs> what does. I want to know c- is what did uh, Larry David look like in, in 1981?
2: Uh, you that's know what? Same story. Yeah, same story actually. But uh, they're just talking about, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders. He's, he's consistent. He claims to be consistent and all the rest of it. There were some things when he ran the Liberty Union Party of Vermont. Bernie's out there, man. There's no question that Bernie's out there. He had a different vision in the 1970s when he sought a statewide office four times as a nominee of the Liberty Union Party of Vermont. Campaigning for U.S. Senate in 1971, he demanded the nationalization of utilities, in nineteen seventy three he proposed a federal takeover of the entire energy industry. And in nineteen seventy four he wanted to implement a one hundred percent tax on all income above one million dollars. Mm. So that means that Kirk Cousins last year would have paid twenty three million dollars in income tax.
3: Well what it means wow. is no one would pay anyone over a million dollars. They'd give them a million and then they would give them like stock options and stuff. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I think you're absolutely right by the about way, that. Larry 100% David Young tax. Looks like Bob Ross but balding and a lot more Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> and A lot more Jewish. There we go. Yes. We'll run that by Although Tony those, Lee see what he thinks. Those uh thick glass glasses with circle rims don't uh, help the look. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what
2: uh, well, actually mm-hmm bernie in this picture from 1981 uh he's got the horn rim he's got the professorial glasses Mm -hmm. you know those glasses he's got the professor glasses going but you know god bless him this is i mean win or lose this is bernie's last go-round because i didn't even know man did you see the ages of these guys that are running for president yeah
0: what is bernie you got 78 or something
2: 78 years old, yep. And you got Biden, who's 77 years old. You got Trump, who's 72 or 73 years old. Man, there's nobody under 73 running for president. What the hell is that?
1: Yeah, we need to start skewing lower on the age of these these presidents, I think.
2: It might not be a bad idea to skew a bit lower. I think you're absolutely right about that. I I just... uh, why, why do you think that is we ended up here? Because the, the current generation, let's say 18 to 34, you know, Andy and Alex is a generation, Tevin, your generation. There are almost as many people in that age group as there are people in my age group. So they're going to have a—you guys are going to have a massive voice in government in the next, you know, I don't know about this election, but certainly— all elections after this one you're gonna have a very very big voice in that because you know the upper end of the baby boomers they've started dying you know baby boomers what 19 1940 so basically eh, not really the upper end but yeah they're the first year of baby boomer uh is now what 75 right because wasn't it 1945 1946 the first year, of baby boomer. Well, it would right. have
3: been nine months after the end of World War II, basically. How, how many months? Nine months. Because the baby boom happened when all the soldiers came back from World War II. Right.
2: Yeah. So the baby boom did happen when they came back from World War II. So but, it'd be like forty-five. But, yes, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. the The world will either and that did happen in the nineteen sixties as well, by the way, because the Greatest Generation. The boomers started turning on the greatest generation with all the hippie stuff and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. But then the people that came up behind them, the younger baby boomers, uh, said, no, 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 this is insane. We're not all going to become drug dealers at hate ashbury in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You know, so the next gen- three generations will decide what we're going to do right now to be the baby boomers. What is it? generation X? And then it would be the millennials, right?
3: Generation uh, X is yes, between yeah. the Boomers and the Millennials, right? Yep.
2: So Millennials are going to change the way we vote a lot in the next ten years. So we shall see what that what what that means.
0: What is the Do you minimum guys fa- age? Don't you have to be a minimum age to be president? Yeah, thirty five. Thirty
1: five. Yeah, there 35. should be a maximum age. There. Once you're like over seventy, <laughs> just sit this one out.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Once you hit that Kennedy seventy mark. Youngest?
1: Hmm. Yep.
0: John F. Kennedy. No,
3: actually, Teddy Roosevelt was by a year. Really? Yeah, he was 42 years old. Really? But he was also born in 1858, so it was a hard 42. (laughs) (laughs) It probably was. That's a good point. That was a very hard 42. Although, interestingly, one of the oldest presidents ever, James Buchanan, was born in 1791, and he managed to live... For a good decade after he was done being president, so you know he, he, he lived to be 77 years old in in uh, the early 1800s. That's pretty good. God, I totally forgot about this. But
2: when Gerald Ford was named president after the eviction, basically of Richard Nixon, right? When when Nixon uh, was fired as the president or stepped down or whatever he did,
1: yeah, and then Gerald
2: down, yeah. Ford. Gerald Ford, he's coming off of uh, Air Force One, fell down the stairs the very first day. Yeah, <laughs> like, he oh, just, no! Uh... Is that why Chevy Chase would always fall
0: when he was playing? It didn't yes. look anything like Gerald <laughs> Ford, but <laughs> no, certainly got the falls no. down, didn't
2: he? <laughs> but he fell down constantly. And I guess Gerald Ford did... Uh, I think he got hit in the head by his own golf club once. and You know, he was a hell Jeez. of an athlete, I think, at Michigan. He was a hell of a football player. Oh, yeah, yeah. But apparently once he got a little older, he couldn't keep his both his feet beneath him or something. I don't know what the hell that was. But, yeah, he he fell down about five steps coming off of Air Force One. I was like, man, mm-hmm. that looked like it might have hurt a little
0: railing. bit. I use the hand railing.
2: <laughs> yeah, son. Yeah, well, I think it's smart. I think you're absolutely right. So I don't know, man. I, I do want to get a take before because I know, Timmy, you've only got about five, six, seven minutes, something like that uh, in this, in this, uh, on this day. But So Patrick Mahomes, I want to get you guys' take on Andy, did you watch the Super Bowl? No.
3: Well, and I, I, I watched I, fragments of it while bowling. Oh, you went to Pinstripes with him? Yes.
2: Oh, well, that's fun. I like going to Pinstripes. That place is a lot of fun. Except they have to get a bowling ball with finger holes big enough for my meaty-ass fingers.
3: <laughs> mm, that is
2: Seriously, a I can't even get my finger. It is a big problem because it's really hard to bowl when you can't control the ball with the holes in it. You just kind of lob it out there. It's not really a beautiful thing, let me just say that. But uh, Patrick Mahomes for what? What is it, Tevin, a third or fourth week in a row that he came storming back from getting their ass kicked and won the game?
1: Yeah, I think it was other than the divisional round, like the wild card, yeah, they're down, what, like 24 or something like that to the One Titans? Yeah, here. came back.
2: Something, yeah. Yep. It was unbelievable. It was, it's amazing. This young man, father, of course, played for the Minnesota Twins. I don't know where his mother's from. Is, it, is his mother from Minneapolis? Patrick Mahomes, Jr.'s mother? That's I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, Patrick Mahomes, I used to, Pat Mahomes is what his name was, Pat Mahomes. uh, I used to love to watch him pitch. He was a lot of fun. Hell of an athlete. And it kind of would appear to me anyway that he passed it along to his kid because he's okay. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, he's uh, definitely been blessed in the athletics department. He is an unbelievable quarterback.
2: You know what the greatest thing about that is? He could be the face of unity in the United States because he's mixed race. We could all claim him. <laughs> I could do great for unity in America. What do you think?
1: Yeah, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, the modern day uh, Martin Luther King. We'll get that on Martin Luther. The, yes, the Martin Luther King. somewhere, somewhere out there,
2: somewhere it'll happen. But so uh, Tim and Tevin, you did watch the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, right. I watch it.
0: I mean, you know, it's it's really funny because he, again, knowing how he came back. <laughs> And not only did they come back, I mean, once the train started rolling in six minutes, six, seven minutes, three touchdowns like that,
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, I was rooting for the Chiefs, even though they, they beat the Vikings 50 years ago. I still was rooting for the Chiefs. But he's just fun to watch. And the other question I ask when I see somebody like him playing is that, have the Vikings ever come remotely close to drafting a guy like that? No, no. You know, and why can't the Vikings draft a guy like that? Where, where, I don't know, do they have, do teams get lucky? Is it some sort of foresight? I mean, what do they see in these players? Because I don't know where he went in in terms of the draft, but he certainly wasn't a number one overall pick, I don't think.
1: No, he was like, I want to say he was middle-ish of the first round when he got drafted and then sat behind Alex Smith. And Andy Reid's a quarterback whisperer, so that helps when you have a coach that can develop quarterbacks. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, yeah, the Vikings... The closest, like athletically wise, would be like a Tavares Jackson, and that's not even remotely close talent wise for Patrick Mahomes. But yeah, they definitely got lucky with that pick.
0: Yeah, so, How the hell I do mean, you even and, know who Tavares Jackson is, is? Even if we did draft him, <laughs> would he thrive in our environment? You know, I yeah. mean, I guess it just, it really is a combination of things, I guess. But
1: and, no, it I'm, seems
0: like the Vikings can't ever get that 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 one pick that just changes everything cuz I think he really did change everything
1: with with Kansas City. Yeah, and usually like I mean cole Pepper when we drafted him and he was like the probably the best young quarterback that we had until he got hurt. Otherwise we always go for the the veterans like Brett Favre, Brad Johnson where it's kind of the tail end of their career and we get them for one year and they're done cuz they're retiring. So, yeah, never a young stud that we get to have a whole career and watch him develop and play well for us.
2: Of course, the Minnesota Vikings, when they let Brad Johnson move on, he won the Super Bowl with uh, Tampa. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> Although Great. Our, our one claim to fame is the uh, public address announcer for the game. Uh, is yeah. I forget what his name is? Alan Roach, I believe, is his name. He's the Vikings' stadium announcer, and so he's done the Super Bowl twelve times. So that's our that's our best Super Bowl claim to fame that we have.
2: That's it, huh? Yep. I cannot believe next year, because uh, the, 2000, the 2020 season is over, next year's Super Bowl will be in 2021, which means if the Vikings don't win the Super Bowl next year, they have never won a Super Bowl in 60 years. 60 years. They've never even come close to winning a Super Bowl. They've been in four, but they were in none of those games. Mm-hmm. Kansas City blew them out. Pittsburgh was close enough, but we only scored six points, so not really. I think it was 16-6, to 6, the final there, wasn't it? Yes, yes, it was. I, I think. So, I mean, I, it's getting to be very, very difficult when, you know, if I could only live to be 130, maybe I could watch the Vikings win a Super Bowl. That'd be wonderful. How can you well, fail so miserably for 60 years?
0: Just start growing a beard and don't cut it until the Vikings win.
2: <laughs> I like that poor guy. Oh, That was so sweet. His intentions were so nice. But... Yeah, no.
0: Well, my kids have already <sighs> been instructed to do the happy dance on my grave because I just don't think when the Vikings win because I just don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime. Sure and they'll probably like abolish the NFL before then, anyway. Since you know, <laughs>
2: that's true. The Vikings, the Vikings will <laughs> the come NFL close ended no, today. Just...
0: But then, the one team that did not win the Super Bowl is the Minnesota Vikings.
2: God, the Detroit Lions and the Minnesota Vikings. And the Detroit Lions won an NFL. Well, we did win an NFL championship, but not the Super Bowl because the AFL team beat us. So, you know. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. We'll just keep moving forward and slogging through and what the hell. What are you going to do? Um, have you seen the show, uh, what is it, Lone Star 911? Have you seen that show?
0: No, no, I haven't. That, that's the one with Rob Lowe, though, right?
2: It's Rob Lowe and Liv Tyler, so I, I like both people in it. I really like Liv Tyler, but you yeah, haven't seen yeah, it yet? Yeah, I mean,
0: I, yeah, I like both of them. No, I haven't. Is it? Is it any good?
2: No, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it tonight oh, for the first okay. time. I no, have not no. seen it yet.
0: No, I've been, you know, pretty much keeping up on all the Netflix stuff and, and then all the streaming stuff, but uh, generally, I, I really don't watch a lot of network TV. <laughs>
2: You know? No, nobody does anymore. No. Nobody does.
1: Speaking of Netflix, did you see the Don't F with Cats documentary?
0: No, no. And the trailer creeps me out. And I don't. I just really have no desire to see it. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah,
1: I watched it. It's actually really, really good. I didn't remember the whole case as it unfolded in real time. But yeah, the documentary, It's. I mean, the cat videos are very disturbing, but it's very interesting to see a bunch of regular people essentially hunting down this potential serial killer who then graduated to killing people, but um, yeah, it was very, very interesting. Ew,
2: I don't want to watch that Catherine's not in town. I might snap and go after somebody. What do you think?
1: Yeah, he like, I I don't really like cats, but watching the beginning of him, like, feeding cats to a snake and putting them in, he put two kittens in a vacuum seal bag and, like, sucked the air out. It's just, like, all this heinous stuff, and he's yeah, it's hard to watch at times, but very, very intriguing. If you want to check it out.
0: Yeah, I you know I you know because you can watch the trailer. I thought, mm-hmm. well, that's an interesting title. What's this about? Yep. And uh, so then, yeah, I watched the trailer. I didn't even get through the whole trailer. I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Because then once they started that... describing, I don't think they showed any. I don't. I didn't finish the trailer, but I don't think they showed anything bad either. But they were getting. They were describing mm-hmm. what was going going to happen or whatever. And it's not
2: enough of this. I'm not watching this. He a big baby. So it's about, Timmy, a, so it's gonna... about a serial killer
1: then or more than uh, one? Yeah, no, it's uh, he. Well, I mean, he would have been a serial killer, but he um, He's yes, just a regular the, killer. Yes, yeah, just killed one person and it kind of documents the story because I want to say he posted the videos online on some black, dark website and uh, some people found it and they created a Facebook group trying to find the guy and he ends up joining their facebook group and sending them more and more videos oh and then God. they i mean do some serious detective work breaking down the videos and end up finding him in canada and mm-hmm. he fled to i believe it was europe somewhere and they finally got the police involved in because he murdered a asian guy in A China. chinese guy yeah and so uh and he sent them that video of him stabbing this guy like a hundred times and they end what up the police hell? catching him and putting him in prison so and he was an aspiring model. So he like called it his movies. And he ended up basing his mm-hmm. whole life off of the movie Casablanca. Oh, for
2: Christ's sake. I might start crying. That's all I have to say. That is going to do it. Timmy, we'll talk to you Thursday on the Cakey Morning Show, right?
0: Indeed, yes. I will have birds of prey coming up Thursday morning.
2: All right. We will be all back right. in just have a, a couple week. of minutes. We'll talk to Timmy on Thursday. You too. Be right back with the family.